Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, another development in the ongoing Microsoft attempts to snatch up Activision Blizzard King deal. <laughs> um, as over on, um, well, it's over on equityreport.com. Um, it's coming out that Microsoft's latest move to try and get the deal over the fence in regards to the UK's board, uh, the CMA board. Um, is to come up with the idea of a content plan that makes sure that all future Activision Blizzard King releases are on all platforms going forward um, for the next 10 years. Um, apparently this is something that the European Commission and the China government are already on board with and they think that that, that will help get the deal over the, the finish line, let's say. Yeah. Um, in those areas, the CMA are still the sticking point. Um, but it's still that whole idea of just Microsoft saying, don't worry about it. <laughs> everything will be fine. Just let us sign this deal and we'll all, everything will be, everyone will play with all the toys and it'll all be fine. Obviously, it's that whole idea of after the 10-year window, things will change. That's obviously the assumption from Sony's point of view. Um, and they, assumedly, don't want, this to, don't want this to go through. But this is one of the many things that Activision are doing to try and strengthen. You know, They're making deals with Nintendo. They're coming up with this whole sort of content plan overall. Um, what do you think? Well, this is it, right? I said this on the What Culture Gaming podcast. Yes. You should definitely check Please out. Please go subscribe. For an extended uh, discussion on this subject and many more. Yes. But I mentioned that I love the fact that every single time Microsoft comes into some kind of roadblock, with this deal they kind of just keep sweetening the pot with some kind of 10 year deal (laughs) initially it was like okay Sony do you want to call of duty for 10 years and then Sony was like no that doesn't sound like very good so now they've come back with well do you want every game for 10 years will that sweeten the pot some destiny I don't know and you know what this will probably work like you said yes there are still bodies who are holding out but it does seem to be flying with at least certain regulators Mm. and it's an interesting prospect because in the short term that would be viewed as a win for Sony. It yes. means they get the right to Call of Duty and many others. There are probably other Activision games that I'm misremembering well, you right now. did that whole now. thing on how they've sort of boiled their entire portfolio down to like two or three games anyway. Obviously, yeah. Destiny's still going very strong, um, but they're not really known for having this incredibly strong portfolio anymore. No, they're almost in De- the Call of Duty studio. Destiny isn't an Activision thing anymore, you know what I mean? They had yeah. a few games and now they kind of have fewer, but the games that they do have are massively successful. You know, you've got Call of Duty, you've got Warzone, and you You've got the Blizzard side of things with World of Warcraft, Overwatch, all of that jazz. And Activision itself, while they might not be making loads of games, do have that, you know, luscious portfolio of IP that they're just kind of sitting on and not using. So it's interesting. If I was Sony, I would kind of, you know, as sweet as this deal may seem, Mm -hmm. you'd be pushing off against it because 10 years is a long time. In (laughs) video game terms, though... It's not necessarily that long, you know. No. If you're not if you don't have an annualized franchise, that might just be two, maybe three games in every 
big franchise that isn't Call of Duty, which has an annual release. And it's like, if you think about it in that in those terms, yeah. that's only two or three games per franchise that Sony is necessarily getting out of this. Well, that's the, the wider thing we talked about this little, little bit on the podcast is the general value of Call of Duty across the next 10 years. The idea of, you know, they rebooted everything through the Modern Warfare lens and those games have been stellar, like 2019's Modern Warfare, last year's Modern Warfare 2. But the other stuff, like Black Ops Cold War and Vanguard, have been so forgettable. Yeah. It's the idea of, you know, they're playing with so much money, there's so much impetus and importance on this IP right now um, but to me I'm just like I don't know I don't even know if it's worth that anymore and um, the amount of things that are going back and forth trying to get this deal over the uh, over the finish line um, I will bring in um, Video Game Chronicles Andy Robinson um, tweeting that um, I know a lot of industry pundits think Microsoft selling off Xbox is a genuine possibility such that should the deal be blocked um, he still expects it to go through uh, with certain concessions and just says the capitalism has proven time and again that conventional logic really doesn't matter much if the graph doesn't point up enough <laughs> um, this also comes after the, uh, the announcement that Microsoft have entered into another 10-year deal with Nintendo um, but again the only IP that was mentioned is Call of Duty and um, to make sure the Call of Duty is arriving on Nintendo platforms going forward with content and feature parity to the bigger consoles it blows my mind that they can make these deals before it hasn't actually gone through yes they're just sort of like well we'll guarantee this stuff's going to be over here but we don't even know what we have to put over here yet <laughs> um, and there's also a whole thing where if this deal does fall through I mean maybe that might happen in regards to the wider viability of Xbox as a brand but there is also a clause in the ongoing contract that they will have to cough up three billion dollars Wow. And for all the ongoing negotiation fees and everything else so far. Anyway. Cough it up to me. A cheeky three billion. Um, so there's a lot going on here. And obviously the deal's been in motion since I think it was January 22nd last year. Um, so it's already over a year just trying to get this stuff together. Um, and it's just weird. It's almost the idea of Xbox's entire reputation hanging on this. Um, or to some degree internally, if that's what some of the, the pundits and the stock people are thinking. Which that's kind of terrifying. Insane, really. Considering how much building... Xbox as a brand has done over the past decade plus, mm. literally a decade at this moment in time since they launched the Xbox One, mm. which was a disaster. Phil Spencer came in and has been trying to right the ship, primarily by buying a bunch of other studios <laughs> that can make good games for him. You know, we've made, he's made a lot of acquisitions over the past, you know, Bethesda, Obsidian, all of these great developers and publishers. Mm. But the thing is, we haven't really seen the fruits of that. I was just saying no yet. games though. Yeah, we've not really had many games from those acquisitions. So it would be fascinating to me if this deal didn't go through mm. and they sold the company before we even saw the consequences of those prior acquisitions. Like the, this, this I just said, 10 years in real time feels like a long time. Bioshock Infinite was 10 years ago. That was the that Terrifying. Was it was. And it just kind of boggles my mind that mm. this writing the ship has been in process for so long and in Xbox's future still seems weirdly up in the air. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the thing that's worth talking about as well is um, the Xbox streaming app that they seem to be steering into, which they haven't talked about that much in an official capacity, but we do know that is what they're working on. The idea that Xbox is just some sort of app that you can access on a TV or assumedly on a PlayStation console and definitely on a Nintendo system, um, unless they are drastically going to be reducing the quality of you know the Call of Duty games in terms of frame rate resolutions, whatever. I feel like the only way to get that working is through cloud streaming, and um, the same way like on Switch, you can access things like Hitman and Resident Evil 7. Mm. Um, so I feel like that's what they're going to do in regards to the Xbox streaming app and there was a whole conversation going on um, about how they had this uh, Xbox Keystone was the name of this other in motion project um, to get Game Pass on more systems and now it just seems to be an app based thing and I think that's what Xbox want to be they almost want to be this sort of omnipresent app service that you can tap into and obviously there's bits and pieces of that right now um, but they just want to they want to be the Netflix for games they want to be accessible everywhere and go down that route so I guess it's all in that direction eventually Um, and just that idea of Xbox being this one icon that can be negotiated with and just say, well, you, you want Netflix on your platform you want Xbox on your platform mm-hmm. and going from there and I guess they might as well just hoover up as much stuff as possible it doesn't necessarily matter about the games it's yeah. more about the, the girth of the service overall I think it's interesting that Xbox has always said that you know their main competition isn't necessarily Sony or Nintendo it's like the big media conglomerates mm. like Google or Amazon, Amazon or whoever yeah. and now they're having to actually realize that you know <laughs> Sony Microsoft are the competition they're making concessions and stuff but yeah I would echo what you said there the Xbox kind of model is definitely moving towards that streaming future where it's less about console manufacturing as yes. it is being a platform being a service and it's it's interesting that they're going all in on that I think at a time where these services are starting to not fail, but certainly mm. not reach the potential that was touted a few years ago. You know, Netflix is obviously going down the crapper right now. Uh, <laughs> but even other successful services like Disney Plus or even PlayStation Plus are in the midst of losing subscribers and trying to scramble to figure out whether this business model works. So mm. it's interesting that Xbox is hoovering up all of these acquisitions, like you said, in saying, nah, this is our future. <laughs> We're going all in on this. I think it's a weird thing as well in terms of you imagine a reality where Call of Duty is, you know, the deal goes through and Call of Duty and Activision stuff all belongs to Xbox slash Microsoft. The idea of, you know, they then reach some sort of agreement where Sony are like, cool, fine, we can't do anything about this. We still want Call of Duty on PlayStation, so we're going to have the Xbox Game Pass app on the dashboard. Does that then mean that Call of Duty is not listed on the PlayStation Store or is it listed for full price um, with the reminder with some sort of legal thing they have to put in there saying like but you could click this button and just go on Game Pass and get it that way well this is my big question right Mm. because I don't know if it's mentioned in the details of this potential agreement that they've put forward but would this kind of stop Xbox from essentially saying look we're going to put all of Activision's games on all consoles going forward Mm -hmm. 
but could they say, you know, release the next Call of Duty on PlayStation 5, but also say, well, you could buy it over there, but it's on Game Pass well, on that's, Xbox. That's what I'm thinking, so yeah. it's not technically exclusive, but it's a much <laughs> more appealing um, offer, isn't it, than buying it full price? I don't know if they have some sort of... There must You would think there'd be something in some sort of legal recourse to advertise the competition within the storefront of the first party, like the first party storefront on a certain hmm. platform. It's, it's really weird the way all this <laughs> stuff is, is rolling out, and obviously we don't know enough of the, the literal business realities of how they are able to make these deals before their initial deal has come through. Um, but I think the wider framing of just how important this deal is just how much money is on the line the billions and billions of dollars and even the fact that there is a concession fee in there as well um, does make it fascinating um, and I think that it's just a weird thing we're already a year since it got set in motion and assumedly they can't drag on for that much longer so the amount of moves that Microsoft are doing because Sony have just planted their feet and just said we're not moving on this whatsoever yeah. and they've had to kind of go around them and sort of like try and negotiate something with Nintendo to try and be like look they are fine yeah. this person over there is fine you'll be fine too um, and I guess if they can get this over the um, over the finish line then they'll just see what happens in 10 years mm-hmm. I personally don't think that they would continue having content available everywhere after 10 years I don't think no. you spend 70 billion dollars um, to not lock that stuff the F down so um, it's a concession right it's yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah it's like okay this is a long-term investment. A $70 billion acquisition is a long-term investment. That's not something that you do for quick cash right now <laughs> and then don't have any plans in the future. Mm-hmm. 10 years to them is probably kind of what I said at the beginning. You know, It's a couple of games here and there. It's probably 10 Call of Duties, but maybe not if they've taken <laughs> off the annualization process. Mm-hmm. And then it's a case of, right, we've, we've literally paid our time. Yes. And now, get off! This, just... These are our games. They're on our platform. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like yeah. I feel like overall, there's still so much le- left to um, left to be done in terms of clarifying exactly where things will be available. And like I said, the whole idea of the Xbox streaming thing is just something that's been mentioned in terms of rumors and the general idea of that's what they're steering into. But maybe they bring all that stuff together. I don't feel like uh, Game Pass is the cross-content platform thing. It's not even been talked about in that way uh, just yet. But this might be the kind of deal that would beca- it would make it become that. Mm. If the only way to play Call of Duty is to get a Game Pass app, then immediately a lot more people get Game Pass. But whether that tanks the general perception of it is a whole other thing and just in the general sort of goodwill that surrounds Phil Spencer and Xbox as well um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below of the state of Xbox attempting to acquire Activision Blizzard and what do you want to see from the Call of Duty IP across the next 10 years for now I've been Scott from Aculture.com I've been Josh from Aculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye 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 ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true baby It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.